This is the Hashtag Higher Ed Podcast, presented by eCity Interactive. eCity creates websites, marketing campaigns, and magic for higher ed institutions, large and small. Every digital challenge has a solution. eCity's talented team of problem solvers will help you find yours. And now, here's your host, Stephen App. Hey, everybody, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 18 of the Hashtag Higher Ed Podcast. I am your host, as always, Stephen App, and we have a great show for you today. Uh, My guest is Nate Hidma. He is the Assistant Director of Web Services at Calvin College, the great Calvin College uh, of Michigan. And we're going to be talking about a really cool topic today, which is uh, financial aid. And, And the reason I say that it is a cool topic today is because we're going to talk about the way that Calvin is approaching this conversation with their prospective students and their parents. Uh, it's a very transparent method of communication. I love the way that they have approached this. Um, it's something that I wish more schools would emulate. And that is, that is of course, you know, why, we've, why we're bringing them on the show. So look, let me get out of the way. Uh, let's let Nate have the floor because after all, uh, this, is, this is something that he's been really involved with. Uh, Nate Hidma, thank you so much for joining the Hashtag Higher Ed Podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me on today. You know, I think, you know, I want to set the stage because this is, of course, the topic today is something that's very visual and this is an, this is an audio uh, show and that's one of the difficulties of, of these conversations. So um, I want to talk about your webpage called Cutting the Price Tag and for people who are listening to the show who can't see the webpage we're talking about. Um, can you give an overview of, of what we're actually talking about today? Yeah, sure. So this is a page that lives on our website in the uh, financial aid portion of the site. So um, yeah, it's it's kind of a long scrolling page, somewhat like an infographic really, that just sort of sets up, um, well, it starts breaking down how families are affording a Calvin education. So using a good mix of um, copy, headlines, kind of in an easy, scannable format, um, we kind of set this up really like a conversation um, where you have kind of these gray bars that become, it kind of becomes apparent that that's the question being posed. And then in the space immediately following that, that's R, that's Calvin's answer to it. So you have these series of questions saying, you know, kind of, what's the cost? How do I go about affording that? Um, you know, that's a lot of money. How can you help break this down for me? What are the different ways that I can break break down that cost? Um, and that's it. It's just a, it's a long kind of conversational page. I think it's really interesting way you've approached this, you know, f- you know, the cost of attendance, tuition, financial aid. Um, it's obviously a major topic for prospective students and their families. And I think becoming increasingly important uh, with each new class that that is attending college, um, can you tell me how your team arrived at the decision to publish content like this publicly on the Calvin College website, rather than what most schools do? I think, which is maybe put some bullet points on on the public facing site, and then really leave some of the detailed conversation to more interpersonal small group settings. Yeah, so this, well, this page goes back to 2014 for us, actually. Um, And at that time, um, I believe it was uh, started from our vice president of enrollment communications. He had been receiving some messages um, and just kind of some industry prompts to say, we need to start changing the conversation a little bit. Uh, We were hearing, and these are still ongoing, of course, but um, 
just some of the kind of alarmist messages that were being put out in terms of kind of the, the skyrocketing costs of higher ed and, and whatnot. And so we, um, we got some advice that, you know, we should start meeting these messages head on. We, we understood that there were a lot of what we would call misperceptions about out there about the cost of college and um, just kind of who uh, a higher education like ours was for. So um, we decided to take it head on and put out a page like this. So we already had those pages that you referenced just that bulleted the, the, the prices and whatnot, but we wanted to elevate kind of that additional context that you would get in a face-to-face meeting with a financial aid person here and get that on the web because we know that people, they are stealth shopping and they will find these, these facts and figures. So we thought, um, because they're going to be finding it, why not get a little bit of extra context and messaging out there that will hopefully help seat this this conversation a bit better. Yeah. I think there's there's a real challenge in what you're doing here because you know the actual figures for any particular student are, are of course going to vary very much between uh, individual families. And I noticed that in the page itself, you use phrases like the average family or up to a, a certain amount. You know, I'm curious, um, Nate, how was there a concern about publishing this information publicly because the actual figures, uh, like you mentioned on the page, can vary so much? And how did you balance wanting to give students and families helpful information and really have, you know, take these conversations on head on versus maybe misleading someone about the actual cost of attendance? You know, if, if there was concern, um, I haven't been made aware of it. It was really just, um, you know, we, we are trying to be truthful to the, the core truths that we can know. So the data that we have. And so what I mean by that is we put the sticker price out there. It's, it's large. It's not hidden away. We put out the data points about, you know, the different um, income distributions um, that are represented in families who are at Calvin. So we, we put that stuff right up at the top. We're not trying to kind of hide that away or do any sort of smoke and mirrors business. And we're just being frank about that. And then the points that we can't know, because, yeah, there are a lot of different people viewing this. We're pretty upfront about that, too. And so, um, you know, we even say on the page, matter of factly, you know, if the question is how much can I expect my actual cost to be for college, we can't know that right now. We can't know until you go through the process of applying um, and then we'll be able to determine that exact number. But um, that's not us trying to you know, skirt the issue. We're just saying that's impossible. But everything else that we can know, we're going to lay that out for you. And it's really, again, just um, saying, you know, it's more than just that first figure you see. You have to understand these things in context. And that's really the goal of the page. So, Nate, you don't just talk about the the cost of attendance on this page. You start there, of course, but you eventually transition into discussing student loans and student debt, uh, as well as outcomes and loan repayment rates. You know, how did your team come up with the idea of of what content to actually publish on this page? Yeah, so it um, it really is just kind of a recreation of a conversation that would happen here between our our. Um, financial aid staff and a prospective family. So, you know, a face-to-face conversation or a phone call that they would have. Um, so we have a set of, of a lot of these existing data points, these questions that come in and our responses to them. So it was really just a challenge of putting, taking all that information and then kind of putting it into a flow that would make sense 
um, online, you know, where it's, it's gotta be linear. Obviously there's no, um, dynamic back and forth that can really occur here, but, um, yeah, just kind of lining up all those different, um, talking points that we have in a way that would sort of flow in a, almost like a script. Hey everyone, the hashtag higher ed podcast is part of connect edu, a podcast network, bringing together brilliant minds in the higher ed space and breaking down silos. You can check it out at connectedu.network where you can find great shows no matter where you work on campus, as well as resources for first-time and long-time podcasters. You can also follow along on Twitter at connectedupod and hashtag connectedu. So Nate, when I picture conversations about financial aid, I, I almost instinctively think about parents and talking to parents in a language, you know, a language, a voice, and a, and a tone that they understand. But this page, when you read it, it almost certainly feels like it's actually targeting teenagers. And, you know, how did you come up with the content strategy here in terms of identifying who the real audience was for this content? Well, it's funny you should say that because this page, in fact, was very much targeted towards the parents. So, um, oh, interesting. Yeah, it was. Um, so, all along in my head, right from the get go, I kind of had in mind kind of the stereotypical um, skeptical dad, you know, who is just kind of approaching higher education with. Um, you know, some doubt saying, is this really worth it? You know, I see the price tag, it's high. What am I getting for this? So that that really was who was in mind, although it is for prospective fam- families, certainly. So that, that does absolutely include the prospective student. But um, parents are very much in mind. And so the, the way we came up with this was, again, the fact that these conversations are already happening. It just wasn't happening using our website. Um, our financial aid folks were already, um, you know, saying basically these these same things to people when we talk to them face to face. And we know that more than ever, people are using the web to find find out this information kind of as part of that sell shopping um, phase of the funnel. So we thought maybe if we could start front loading some of these messages, just get them out there. Um, what we don't want to have happen is that people um, just stealth shop and then kind of draw their own conclusions without ever kind of having that conversation with us. So if we could start getting some of this context about financial aid and affordability out there, we're hoping that we can capture people and at least get them to the point where they can, you know, take the next step with us or at least, you know, ask some more questions. We just didn't want people self-selecting out for lack of context and information. Nate, can you take me behind the thought process in terms of how you wrote the text on this page? I know you mentioned these are conversations that are already taking place privately, but it feels to me like you took that conversation and almost literally transcribed it onto a public web page. I mean, it's very casually written, and I mean that as a compliment. So I'm wondering if you can take us through your thought process in terms of drafting this content in that more casual style as opposed to something maybe written a little bit more formal. Sure. So I think... um... Well, right off the bat, if if people if there is out there this sense that um, college is expensive, and maybe people are coming into it with some doubt about you know is this is this worth my investment? Um, my approach to that was saying, what can I do to kind of level with you so that you can trust that what we're saying is true, 
that we're not, again, trying to pull sort of a smoke and mirror show, but that this is um, just us having a frank conversation, just like we would in person. So I think the the tone kind of reflects that, wanting this to be a conversation, not kind of wanting to set up this us and them sort of thing, but um, let's just level with you. Let's let's talk about this. Um, and so that's reflected, yeah, in the tone. It's reflected in how we don't hide the, the sticker price away at the bottom. We don't make you hunt for it. It's just right there. And we hope that by doing this, we could at least establish a bit of trust or some authenticity um, to where what we're saying is more believable. Um, you know, we, if, if there is kind of that common meme out there that college and um, higher education is just sort of the ivory tower elites, we don't want to sort of play into that by using insider speak and language that, you know, general, generally folks can't understand. Um, we just want to have a, a plain and clear conversation. Hmm. You know, it's interesting, Nate, because we're talking about language and and the tone of the language but there's so much more to this page than that uh, you mentioned earlier it's it's meant to feel like an infographic and certainly you back that up you you regularly feature you know, charts and icons and, and graphics as part of this page you know, why was that important to you to to add these kind of visual elements to to the actual language of financial aid sure so um I don't know about anybody else, but uh, one of the most daunting things for me on a web page, especially if it's a tall or long scrolling web page, is just to see a wall of text there. So um, to make this um, digestible, really, I think one of the best things that we can do is make it easily scannable, um, break up that text with some some good looking graphics. Um, I don't know about other people, but when I first come to a web page, one of the first things I'll do is kind of scroll down, see kind of what I'm dealing with here, what sort of investment this might be of my time, and then I'll scroll right back up to the top. So for folks coming here and seeing that, I didn't want them to kind of get scared away right from the outset. Um, so if you kind of see that all the way down, we're using text and images, um, you know, hopefully that will inspire engagement from people. Um, so again, you know, for me, um, Images help help get the message across. Um, I think the best type of content is content where visuals and writing are working together in tandem, not against each other. And I think, um, you know, I'm, I'm probably more visual than, than some people, but I think we all, you know, would agree that, you know, an, an image can say a thousand words. So, um, you know, the, the more we can use them to, to help this really sink in for people, to help them come away and say, aha, I get that now, um, the better. Hey, everyone, a quick shout out to the agency that makes this show possible, eCity Interactive. You know, I really do love coming to work every day at eCity, and that's not just because everyone shares my love of donuts. Uh, but that's really because I get to collaborate with a talented team working on everything from user experience to content and digital marketing to web design and development and a whole lot more. Our work has earned us an incredible roster of education clients, including the University of Pennsylvania, George Washington University, Petty School, Cornell, Drexel, Rutgers, and many others. So if you're looking to improve your web and digital presence and better communicate your school's story, visit us online at ecityinteractive.com and get in touch. So Nate, we all know that just because you build it, um, this is not field of dreams. It does not mean that they will come. How have you worked to get this content in front of the people, the, the parents, the skeptical dad, uh, who needs to see it? 
Sure. So um, I mentioned that this page came out in 2014, um, and we've been using it ever since. So our process has evolved a little bit um, over those years. Um, one thing we've been doing the entire time is there's a, a corresponding print piece that goes along with this. Um, and that's part of our enrollment communication strategy. So for those who might not encounter this page um, online, um, yeah, we sent that we send that print mailer out to, to every household. Um, but beyond that, we've uh, changed some things around on our larger um, uh, college college website lately. We made some specific changes to the homepage and top levels of the site. And there, um, we're now we now have a section that has a uh, some calls to action right there available on the homepage and top levels. Um, some of those top things that prospective families would want to see. So things like, you know, request more info, plan a visit, but also cost and aid. We know that people come to the site looking for that. So um, right there on the homepage, um, along the right-hand side, you'll now find a, a cost and aid button that you can click. And then one of the options within that is coming to this page here. So we've really been pushing this online, making it easy to get to, um, yeah, just we know that people will find this message anyway, so why make that difficult for them? Mm. Yeah, for you specifically, Nate, when you look at your analytics reports for this page, how how are users mostly finding this content? Is it is it you know getting a lot of organic search traffic because, like you mentioned, you know this is a a conversation that is taking place, uh, and not a lot of other schools are, are I think addressing it in the way that you are. Yeah, so it. Uh, the breakdown is it's about 50% is organic traffic, um, 20% comes direct to the page, and 8% is referred from within other places on calvin.edu. Um, but yeah, a lot of people seem to be finding this. Some of the top searches are um, Calvin College tuition, Calvin College financial aid, Calvin College costs, things like that. People are finding this page for searches like that. And they, we, we talked earlier in the show about the the other information that you're including on this page, you know, we mentioned the career outcomes, for example. Um, at the bottom of the page, one of the things that I that I thought was really interesting is we had videos and a carousel with with student stories or alumni stories, um, CTAs to to request information or kind of dive deeper into engaging with the with Calvin College. Um, are you tracking those events uh, at the bottom of the page? And is there anything interesting that you're seeing in terms of what the next step is for, for visitors of this particular webpage? Yeah, so we have some um, analytics going on this. We find that about a third of page visitors get all the way down to the bottom. Um, and in comparison to other, especially tall, long scrolling pages like this that we have on our website, that's really good. Um, and yes, those those three call to actions at the very bottom of the page, those get quite a bit of play. Um, we find that actually a lot of other people after this page will go elsewhere on Kelvin.edu, specifically to the homepage or to the locations on the admissions and aid or financial aid website. And you know, data data is great, um, of course, but I I don't I never want to ignore anecdotal feedback uh, completely. You know, internally, externally. You know, what have you heard from your target audience about this page, or maybe what have you heard from your financial aid office in terms of of what they're hearing about this page? Yeah. So the response, um, the anecdotes, they've been almost entirely positive. Um, 
we we collect some data from students that just gets a sense for you know what materials have they seen of calvin and what kind of played into their decision to come to calvin and so we we will hear this piece referenced in that um you know i saw your affordability page and that really helped break down things for me um we've heard similar anecdotes from people meeting with our financial aid team that, you know, this page really helped set some of that context, help them understand, okay, I, I can do this. So it's been really positive. Um, and we talked a little bit before about the tone, you know, we, we weren't quite sure putting something like this out there, a tone that's so kind of colloquial and down to earth, but the response has been really great to that. We haven't had people kind of come and say, this wasn't, um, this wasn't the serious tone I expected or, or anything negative like that. It's all been really positive. And it seems like people generally are really appreciative that we, um, I guess, leveled with them. You know, I, it seems to be a, a real um, appreciation just for that plain speak language that we're using here. Nate, I, I very often end this show with a question about advice. And, and I think you have a lot to offer here because as we've mentioned a couple times on the show, the way that you've approached this conversation about cost of attendance is a, is a, in a manner uh, that is very different and unique among higher institutions. So for someone who's listening to this show and, and wants to do something similar, but maybe for someone who's getting pushback or faces skepticism, uh, that approach like this can work, what advice would you give to, to someone in that situation? Yeah, so for us... Um we're just finding more and more that we're having to change our approach to getting these messages out there, that it's not enough for us to sit back and hope that people will kind of come to us for this information, hope that they'll see our messages online and understand them the way that we hope they will. Um, we're, we're having to get a little bit more creative in how we go about getting this out there, making sure that people understand the context. Um, I think if anything, people are only getting more skeptical about the value of higher ed. So, so all that to say, um, I think it's time to start thinking a bit out of the box, think a little differently about how we approach subjects like this. And, and really, if anything, it's about putting the user first. What can we do to not ask, you know, what message, what messages do we want to tell, but what messages do they need to hear? What do they want to hear? What do they want to know? How can we get out of the way? How can we get our kind of higher ed speak out of the way and talk to them on a level that they understand? And so that's what this page is trying to do. And um, again, we've only heard good feedback about that. So I think if if people are worried about setting up something that maybe feels a little bit too frank or honest. Um, kind of like what's the fear um i think people will really appreciate being spoken to um on their own level when it comes to topics like this that can be pretty daunting or kind of off-putting because of their complexity well nate him thank you so much for joining the hashtag high red podcast and really shedding light on what i think is a really cool project you have going on uh, over at calvin college um, a few things before we let you go of course each week um, we always ask a, f- a few housekeeping matters of our guests. Um, first of all, where can listeners find you online or how can they best contact you if they have questions about this project at Calvin? Well, thank you so much for having me. It's been a real pleasure to speak with you about this. Um, as far as where can people find me, I am ashamedly not very active on social media. So the best way to get through to me would just be to send an email to nhibma, that's N-H-I-B-M-A, 24 at calvin.edu. Um, 
I check my email, but I do not have Twitter. And uh, I have a uh, LinkedIn account that doesn't even have a profile picture on there yet. So I was afraid I was reaching out to a robot. To fr- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got some work to do. <laughs> I promote other people's, but not myself. So. <laughs> well, hey, speaking of that, you know, each week, of course, on this show, we ask our guests to give a social shout out uh, to a colleague or individual that deserves more recognition of their work. Uh, and Nate, I know that you had someone in mind for this, so the, the floor is officially yours. Yeah, so I'd just like to call out um, a colleague here at Calvin, somebody I work with here on our web team. His name is Luke Robinson. He's on Twitter, at Luker, that's at L-U-K-E-R. Um, he is a great guy. He's been doing this a lot longer than I have. He's a source for knowledge here at the school, um, and he does a lot of great work behind the scenes. Just He helped me today get ready, um, finding out data for us. He watches our analytics, um, and just in general, keeps our site running smooth, so... Um, Luke Robinson, great guy to follow. Well, go follow Luke. Uh, go email Nate. I, I usually would say go follow Nate, but if you have questions, definitely get in touch uh, with Nate. Uh, and one more time, Nate Hima, thank you so much for joining the Hashtag High Red podcast. Yeah, thanks a lot. It's great to be here.